This is Luton Digital, the fantasy football podcast. Here are your hosts, Samo and Steve. Welcome back, everybody, to Luton Digital, the fantasy football podcast. I'm I'm joined by my co-host Steve for episode forty-one. Looking ahead, of course, to game week thirteen. Great to be back with you. It's been a bit of a gap, Sam, and there's been a few stories in the world of football which I know you are looking forward to discussing. And a surprise manager of the week. Reflections. Now, of course, it's time for Reflections, where we talk about what has happened last game week, which is two weeks away since the last international... Two weeks ago, and we have had an international break. And since then, actually today, as we are recording this, there's been a managerial appointment you probably all have heard about. Mr. Jose Mourinho returns to the Premier League, and he goes to Tottenham. But we will talk more about that later. And the usual stats, the average was 48, but in our league, it probably was a lot higher. So a lot of high scores, especially among the top teams. And the highest scoring points, all on 12, were Vardy, Delefeu and Tarkovsky. More on Delefeu later. Steve will talk about him there. Manager of the Week. Time now to look at Manager of the Week and a high-scoring game week, as Sam says. We had uh, managers, you know, scoring the 60s in previous weeks could have won it, but bangers and mash, 68, that wasn't even really good enough to uh, really make a dent. Um, Ian Reese struggled for him this week with 73 uh, let's look at the top five. We had the relegation battlers with 79. Interestingly, these top five managers of the week all captained Vardy. Oli Gonners, a return to form for a great name in Fantasy League from years gone past. 83 for him. 83 for the sick boys, more of which later. Bonzi's Hotspurs, what a week for them. 86 points. Uh, a good team value there. That's enough to shoot them up from 11th to 6th. But I'm very pleased to be joined in the studio tonight by, for the first time this season, the manager of the week, Sam, Sammy, Samo, 91 points. How on earth did you do it? So like you said a minute ago, I did Captain Vardy, but I also had a lot of goal scorers in my team. Madison, Salah, Jimenez, Abraham, all scored points. Now, it was my great privilege to watch the uh, Wolves game with you. Uh, you enjoyed it a lot, but tell the listeners about the pressure you felt as a fantasy manager, basically waiting for almost two hours of your life just for Jimenez to hit that onion bag. That wasn't the only reason I watched the game. I was interested in watching the actual football, but that also helped. Jimenez had loads of chances, missed a few, then then scores and rewards me and many of the other managers who picked him. Well, it's good for me um, as a father that you do have these occasional good weeks because uh, every time you have a low-scoring points week, you threaten to quit 
the league. And so every week you have a good week, it means you're back in the league and another week of the podcast. So takes you up to 690, but we'll go into the league table in the next section. Congratulations, Sam. Here is the metaphorical trophy. League table. So a look now at the league table. Been a long time since we looked at this. And uh, in 10th place, Mark Burrows with his Olympic Marseille. Obviously led for a lot of the season. An improvement there. He's up three places on the week. Bangers and Mash. Uh, last year's joint champions, 6-5-2. They go into ninth. A uh, good week game week for them. Lakes of Bromley, 6-5-7. The Hot Shots, 6-60. Bonsi, uh, second in the manager of the week, 668. My own buttocks are in fifth place with 671. The special ones, Mr. Bowley, continuing his good season, uh, but down a place this week to 4679. Sam, you're up to third with 690. You're three behind last week's leader, Ian Reese, who drops to second with 693. But the sick boys are a team who I think won two or three, maybe three years ago, and a veteran of the Fantasy League is in first place with 7.06. Any other thoughts there, Sam, on the league table? It's beginning now to spread out. I noticed that we have quite a big gap developing between those top managers. But still, yes, indeedy, in 18th place and are within 100 of the lead. So although there is a bigger gap than in previous weeks, it remains the highest standard league we've ever had in Luton digital history. Talking points. Yes, so there's only one story in town. A manager under tremendous pressure clearly lost the dressing room and a number of defeats. Uh, Who knows when they last went away. But enough about Graham Jones at Luton. Let's talk about Jose Mourinho coming in to Tottenham. And earlier today, we caught out with the number one person to who knows these things. He's uh, Chelsea legend, Mr. James Clark. And we asked him a simple question. Jim, what will Jose Mourinho bring to Spurs? That's a really difficult question to uh, to answer from a Chelsea fan there, Steve. See, the thing is, you know, he gave us some great memories, back-to-back league titles. He came back in 2015, helped us win the league as well then. You know, I don't think we quite forgave him for moving on to Manchester United and especially in 2015 when he said he would never be able to manage Tottenham. This is, you know, the the kind of uh, the nail in the coffin. Although you could look at it in a positive way and say it's Agent Jose, you know, he brought Manchester United down from the inside and perhaps he can he can do that for Tottenham as well. I mean, this is an interesting topic that we've been discussing here live in in the uh, in the office at the moment and 
you know, Faye and uh, Reese have, have got some things that they think that Jose will bring to the table. I mean, what, what did you think? Well, I think you make some good points there, James. But really what I think he can bring to the team and the supporters are suggestions about the best locations to get pastel donatas and other excellent Portuguese custard tarts. I think he could also bring in true Portuguese fashion uh, the uh, tradition of Nando's to the team. I think it'd be great for Team Morale if he could go get, get him around a table to have some good chicken. There's some interesting points there, guys. Uh, you know, I think, and to summarise, what we're essentially saying is there isn't really much that Jose can actually do because Tottenham have been, you know, a team of serial losers. They've won one trophy in the 31 years that I've been alive and I think they're beyond help. So, uh, up the Chelps. Harry the Cat's Mystic Prediction. So Harry the Cat's Mystic Prediction this week, um, torn really between whether going for West Ham to get something in Jose's first match. I think I say that Sheffield United will get at least a point at home to United. Whether that's a mystic prediction, I don't know. I also think Watford will beat Burnley. But three predictions for the price of one, Harry, this week. Game week preview. Right, the uh, game week preview, Sam. Uh, let me go through the fixtures and you give everyone the benefit of your prediction. So it's West Ham Spurs, 12.30 game, BT Sport. I think Mourinho will continue Spurs' away record of not having won since February in the league, so 1-1. We've got Arsenal-Southampton. Probably narrow Arsenal win to keep Emery in the job for a bit longer. Bournemouth Wolves. One run draw for me. Brighton Leicester. Also a draw, nil nil. That's a surprise. Got Leicester to win that quite comprehensively. Crystal Palace Liverpool. Don't think Liverpool will struggle much with this one. Probably two nil. Everton Norwich. Marco Silva won last game. But before that, he was under immense pressure. Might still be under pressure. He should be expected to beat Norwich, though. So, 2 or 3 0. Watford Burnley. Uh, Watford probably draw. City Chelsea, Sky Sports. City will want to bounce back. And I think Lampard's Chelsea will be exposed in this game defensively. So, 3 0 or 4 0. No, Chelsea will score. Four United. Nil, four one. United, United, Sheffield, Manchester. Sunday game. Probably a Sheffield United win. This would be my mystic prediction if I was doing it this week. And the big game of the weekend. We're staying in for Monday night. Aston Villa, Newcastle. 4-4 draw. Big one, Matthew. This week's big one, Matthew, is going to go to Richarlison. Since since Norwich seemed to be this year's Huddersfield, I think Everton will demolish them 3-0 and Richarlison will be on the score sheet. My team, your team. Okay, Sam, tell us about the changes you've made uh, at your outfit this week? I have made none so far, but that might change depending on if we get more news about Salah's injury. If it's confirmed he is out for the Palace game, I will probably swap him for Mane and they are very similar price now anyway. 
Okay, I've made two changes almost the start of this game week, whenever it was many, many days and weeks ago. And it's uh, a double change. Soy. No, that's wrong because I did that week previous week. Martial's come in and Delafeu has come in for um, a rare punt on a Watford player. Delafeu has replaced Puki. And although he was performing for me, I've got Martial in instead of Mount. Just noticed, actually, that the team has some injuries and suspensions, but we may be able to carry them this week. Dunk is suspended. He's red flagged. Henderson can't play against his uh, parent club. And, of course, we've got the injury to, or potential injury to Salah, although I reckon he will be okay. Sam, um, have you got any injury worries? over at your outfit. I do. I only have Salah to worry about, though. Quick update on the Qualis Patatalis Filius League. And uh, a very big win for you in game week 12, 91-77. So the league table there reads uh, four with six games played. Sam has a six-point lead over me, so let's hope for better things. Although, interestingly... Six points, you'd have thought you'd be smashing me, but the goal difference is only 19. Shows how close it is. Sam, where's the armband going to fall this week? So, mine is a bit conflicting since I did say that Brighton-Leicester would be nil-nil, but maybe it won't be since I have gone for Vardy this game week. Don't really see many other good options and I've just gone for the guy who got 12 points last time. So effectively you're saying that it's going to be nil-nil and you'll be happy to take Vardy's two points. I think I'll change that to 2-2 goal thriller. I can't help thinking you've deceived probably not willfully the listeners but I too am currently captaining Vardy. Obviously, the Chelsea-City game being difficult to predict and Salah's injury. I suppose if you were very bold, you would think that Lundstrom may recreate his 21 points he last got in his last home game at home to United. I've got Delafeu as well, but with Dini possibly back means he may not get as many penalties because he was on penalties. Um, but let's see what happens this game week. The fourth official has indicated there will now be a minimum of three minutes time allowed. Three minutes time allowed. So that completes the pod slightly earlier than usual this week. If I had one wish for the game week ahead, Sam, it's that you finally managed to shed this cold, which uh, has been hanging around, hasn't it? But uh, let's hope you're back full and healthy for the next game week. Would you like to make a prediction as to a manager who you think may catch the eye this game week. William Reese return to form. I think that... Can you see yourself taking the lead? I don't think so, since... Uh, don't, I think Sterling might return. And I've I got quite a lot of players in my team with like all sort of tough fixtures. Mount, who hasn't returned in a while against City... And Abraham, although normally scores. Abraham being a big success in FIFA on a two-year loan to 
Luton Town, and the top scorer in the championship. Well, that's not real life. Very realistic. Real life. And a final thought on these managers in trouble. I mean, now that Jose's gone, who is the natural successor to Arsenal, Emery's or Silver at Everton? Do you think they'll go for the Dortmund Wunderkid? And what will happen to Graham Jones at Luton Town? I think Graham Jones has uh, probably... If we lose, if if um, we lose the game after Leeds, then he'll be in lots of trouble. But big week for Luton Town, Leeds United this Saturday, and then Charlton at home on Tuesday night. Um, much will depend. If, on we those lose, results. if we lose both games, then I think we'll be in um, trouble. Danger of being sacked territory, and possibly one Jones will be replaced by another Jones. As we welcome back Nathan Jones. I doubt the club would do that, especially in the, in the manner of which he left. So with the sounds of Kenilworth the dog barking, it means it's time to end another podcast. We'll see you and listen to you all. Or you'll listen to us, hopefully. Same time next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. That was Luton Digital. Tune in again next game week. And good luck, managers. Hope you get a shed load of points.